Kainos, Kainos, fresh tongues, Kainos, fresh tongues. A new depth, a new fountain, a new depth, a new fountain, Kainos. Amen. I want to just um, determine two things from the scripture. You remember where we read in the book of say Matthew chapter 11, am I correct? The one we did on the first day, Matthew chapter 11, am I correct? Show me the scripture. Show me the verse from the days of John the Baptist. 11 what? 11.17 Go to 12 Go to 12 Can we read it together? One, two, ready, go So we established something here Jesus is trying to introduce the New Testament order of God's oppression. And he said that the labors of God is now bound up within the kingdom. What is God speaking about? Especially when you go through the book of Matthew, the scripture spoke a lot and a lot about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. In fact, the matter of the kingdom has been in in many seasons in the church, one of the most intriguing topics, one of the most intriguing, people have a lot of understanding about it, a lot, a lot. Some of them has led them astray, some of them have led them to God, because there are several things you can make out of the scripture when you consider the word kingdom, when you consider the matter of the kingdom. Are you following me now? For example, if you are coming from one of the um, institutional denominations. Their understanding of the kingdom is to dominate this world. In fact, there is a point that the head of that denomination is actually the one that appoints whoever is the ruler. So by this my statement, you might know the denomination that I speak about. Yeah, but that is not exactly what God is talking about. That is not exactly what God is talking about. Are you with me now? Follow me now. There are several instances in the scripture where Jesus and his disciples were faced with a situation that would have necessitated Jesus acting to confirm that position that every other person holds. Especially people tend to hold. But rather than Jesus holding that concept, he actually went the other side. It's part of the mysteries of God that is captured in the kingdom. For example, if Jesus would have would be the king of the world, why should he be born in a manger? The scripture said that the man was asking a question. The people that came were asking a question. Where is he that is born? The king of who? Unfortunately, the man that was born to be the king of the Jews was born in a manga. That's another mystery. If you're with me so far, say amen. amen. The scripture is saying something heavy here. 
He said, from the day of John the Baptist, we introduced the regime of the kingdom. It means that the possibilities of God from now onwards is captured in this kingdom. It means that the powers that any man will possess, your ability, what you will do in God, on behalf of God, what God can do for you, is defined by the environment of the kingdom. So much so, that the scripture said when you are born again, you are actually born into that what? Kingdom. You are born into what? That kingdom. Based on this, there are several places in the scripture, and I want to lift out even if it is two of it, that is very striking. Show me Luke chapter 17. Just hold on to this, my first explanation. This, show me, show me verse 20. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God cometh not with what? Observation. Let me read it again. These things, it just, it just skipped you. Let me read it again. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should what? Come. He answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Let me read it the third time. Okay, let's read it together. You are not paying attention. Pay attention. They asked him a direct question. He gave them a direct answer. Unfortunately, the, both the question and the answer are floating at two different realms. So that even you that is reading it, it's possible you, you are like the Pharisees because they didn't grab what Jesus is trying to say. Let's read together. One, two, ready, go. What do you think it means for Jesus to say? Now, he didn't say that the kingdom won't come. Okay, let me make this point. There are two principal things that I've said it before that is the fundamental pursuit of a Jew. I've said so. Am I correct? Number one is eternal life. The second one is the kingdom. These are the guiding things. If, when they live their life, they are living so that ultimately they will possess the kingdom and possess eternal life. This is the ultimate pursuit. Remember the young man that met Jesus. He said, Master, what shall I do to inherit what? To inherit eternal life. So this is the, the Jew is conversant with these two things. And it, and it is correct, their pursuit. But how to possess what they are pursuing is a totally different thing. And the nature of what they are pursuing is a totally different thing. So much so that the, this question they are asking here. Let me explain this thing to you. Show me Acts chapter 1. Let me explain this to you. Acts chapter 1, quickly. We are going to come back here. The former three ties have I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. Verse 2. Until the day in which he was taken up, 
after that he through the Holy Ghost had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen. Verse 3. To whom also he chewed himself alive after his passion by many infallible proofs, being seen of them forty days, and speaking of the things what? Speaking of things what? So what is the what is the theme of this conference? You know, Jesus called a forty days conference. Am I correct? Jesus called a forty days conference, and what is it? What was the theme of the conference? Matters of the kingdom. Kingdom matters. That is the theme of a forty days conference. <laughs> there is a problem. Let's read the next verse. And being assembled together with them, commanded that they should not depart from Jerusalem. It's a command. It's after me, a command. But wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Next verse. For John truly baptized with water. I will get back and explain this to you because what I needed, I want to compare three scriptures. I want to compare that book of you see, Matthew chapter 17. And then I will compare it with Matthew chapter 3. Is it 3? I will compare it and then compare this one. Because there is something that is happening here. Follow me now. For John truly baptized with water, but ye shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Not many days, what? Hence. Follow, follow. Listen to me now. So you learn. If the, this scripture, there is a way to attack, to gain spiritual understanding, meat from the scripture. There are certain things that are pillars. If you want to be a masterful teacher, just put those pillars. There are, you might not know everything, but as long as that pillar is there, you will hold it. It will be the touch with which you will be viewing things. The kingdom is one of it. Listen, so watch. For John truly baptized with water, but it shall be baptized with the Holy Ghost not many days hence. When they therefore we are come together, they asked of him, saying, Let's read together. One, two, ready, go. Does this look like the question that the Pharisees asked in the book of Matthew, chapter 17? So even the disciples. After a 40 days conference. <laughs> if you are Jesus, will you not be frustrated? After a 40 days conference, the response of the apostles of Jesus to his 40 days teaching is the same question that the Pharisees asked even when he was alive physically. They were there. They asked the same question and Jesus gave answers to the Pharisees, after many days, died, resurrected, called a conference together and asked them that there is a course that I need to bring you up to speed with. After 40 days conference, they still ask the question that they asked in the beginning. So get back to the book of Matthew again before we now come back here. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, what did he answer? He answered and said, what? 
I didn't hear you. What? This my sister is not ready. Let's read it. One, two, ready, go. He said that there is no natural tool to design. The matter of the kingdom as God ordained it to be is not, is, is, is not, is not experience. It cannot be perceived in the natural. Jesus speaking to Nicodemus in the book of John chapter 3. He said, except a man be born again, he cannot see. He lacks the capacity to perceive the things of the kingdom. Not because, not because they are big, but they are just in another realm. So, these things are in another realm. The only way you can participate is to find yourself there. It's not hard. You just have to be there. That means in the kingdom, things are housed in several places. They are not impossible just that you are not there. The things you struggle with is just so, somewhere. It's something in the kingdom. It's something in the kingdom. So, if the kingdom is this simple yet vast, if the kingdom is this easy yet a mystery, what is God's way of trying to... What is God's means of trying to... Because this is all about the kingdom. What is God's means of trying to bring us to the full import of what the kingdom captures? Because even Jesus that was raising a prayer, he said, he said pray this way, our Father that is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. What next? Thy kingdom, thy kingdom come. It's a prayer. Thy kingdom come. Anytime this man hear the kingdom, they think about the physical. First point I need to prove to you is that anything that you see in the physical is not the kingdom. Can be a product of the dominion of the kingdom. But real kingdom dominion is never a physical thing. Real kingdom dominion is an inner working of a celestial spirit, a divine spirit. So anytime they ask for the kingdom, Jesus will say, wait. I want to explain something to you. The possibilities of my explanation cannot be grabbed by the natural mind. He said it's not by observation. If you, if you look from now to tomorrow, if you are checking where, if you are checking how, you will never ever be able to enter into it. Show me the book of Matthew chapter 3. It was Jesus, it was John that was speaking. He said, I indeed baptize you with water. That is the same thing that Jesus was echoing in the book of Acts chapter 1. That means we are still talking about the same thing. John is speaking. John is coming from, from, from past. And Jesus is coming from the present. And they are uttering the same thing. They are re representing the positions in the line of God's development. The purposes of God is developed. John said, I baptize you with water. Jesus said, John baptize you with water, but I give you the Holy Ghost. John said, I baptize you with water, but there is he that comes after me. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost. And with what? Fire. I didn't hear you. What will he baptize you with? With the Holy Ghost and fire. Hmm. In case I didn't have time before I go, this fire now is not the fire that cast out devils. This fire is what man's pressure on you. Listen, I will explain it to you. He baptizes you with the Holy Ghost, but he gives you fire. That fire is a wine press. Listen to me. I will explain to you. The, 
which scripture help me Holy Ghost? Okay. Let me read one scripture for you now. Then I will convince you. I will try and convince you. Luke chapter 17 verse 21. Okay, the same place we are reading. Luke chapter 17. Let's read together. One, two, ready, go. Where is the kingdom? Where is the kingdom now? So anytime the question of the kingdom is asked, Jesus drives back the answer to an element, a personality, to an activity. Whether it's an activity, whether it's a person, whether it's an element, substance. All these are inside. They are not outside. For the believer, I want to ask, by which personality and by which means does God transfer his things into your inside? By what means? By what means? <laughs> if you have been in our Bible study, you should know that it is the Holy Ghost. Even Jesus himself said, it is necessary that I go. That mighty man, the man of Galilee, is not powerful enough to bring transformation to those men. The man, the physical man of Galilee. I love the man of Galilee as powerful as that is. A day came, he called Peter, James and John. He said, there is a level of the kingdom. The greatest prayer demand that the universe has needed has appeared. He said, come and pray with me. One hour at Gethsemane. These great apostles of God slept. What's the problem? What's the problem? The Holy Ghost. Meanwhile, when the Holy Spirit came on the day of Pentecost, the technology of prayer was no more an instruction to pray. The technology of prayer is a facility built inside. It comes like buildings in your heart. You can't resist it. Sometimes you wake up. One day I was just doing things. Doing th I didn't know when I started praying in tongues. I didn't plan to pray. The thing was going. It has happened to you. It's like he's going on his own. He's now working on his own. The same you that was struggling to pray for 10 minutes. What happens after me? The Holy Ghost. What God does is to install the Holy Ghost. The fire is like the wine press. It's like, it's like, have you seen? It's like a, pre, a precipitation column. Have you seen where they, they cook? They cook, um, they taught us in chemistry those days. Where they cook crude oil. Are you seeing it now? <laughs> you see? Let me tell you. The scripture said, Christ has been made unto us every single thing we seek. And I taught you people in the morning that Christ is, is, is first an office. But it's a condensation of everything that Jesus is and has achieved in a spiritual dimension. The condensation of everything that Jesus is and has achieved in a spiritual dimension. Because several of the things that Jesus could do when he was alive, somebody sleeping beside him cannot do it. Not as if God doesn't want him to do it. But because but the power, the means through which Jesus is doing it, they don't know it yet. The advent of the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost 
took the things that Jesus was able to do. He installed it inside of them. The scripture said in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. He said, the, now the Lord is that spirit. When was the Lord that spirit? At the point of resurrection. At the point of resurrection, the realities, the powers that Jesus housed in his person was now invested in the spirit. It is from that day that the things of God can be invested. Jesus was the one that said, when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will take of mine and not his own. I was teaching them that the Holy Spirit is a lost paracletos. There are two kinds of paracletos in the scripture, a lost and hetero. Hetero is a comforter of another kind. Alos is a comforter of the same kind. This is what it means. If the Holy Ghost is ministering to you, though he is a distinct person in the Trinity, but he doesn't minister as himself. He ministers as Christ would have ministered. So he's ministering as Christ to you. Now, the, the, the reason why there is a uniqueness according to him is because he's the only one that can minister that way. So any man that wants, any time God wants his work to prosper in a place, he takes all that possibilities, including the things achieved by ascension, by sacrifice, and invests it in the spirit. When a man receives the spirit, at that instance, the kingdom Jesus spoke about, the power Jesus spoke about, are you getting it now? The sanctification, the wisdom, the Holy Ghost. But Jesus now said, it was John that said, he will baptize you. He just told his disciples, the Holy Ghost. He didn't tell them fire. It was John. That's why I went back before I went forward. Because we talk a lot about the Holy Ghost and leave the fire. If you bring a crude oil, let's assume the Holy Ghost is that crude oil that contains everything we need. Are you following me now? Will you extract it like that? What do you do to it? start cooking it by all means whatever it takes to melt the values the the the, the treasures that you carry inside the things that you are supposed to serve your generation the things they are supposed to drink is inside he said stop looking around for what we are talking about is inside just cook it submit to pressure and temp pressure submit to pressure and temp pressure he said that your faith cannot come out as pure gold except you submit to the pressure of patience and testing. Try, try, test. That's how it comes. Say so after me, he shall baptize me, me. with the Holy Ghost and with fire. I found out something, man of God. Any time God intends to unveil deeper because the Holy Ghost cannot be exhausted. Anything he wants to do is already installed is in an installed capacity in the Holy Ghost. Maybe not oppressional. What God does once that season comes, if you pray he will expose you to the fire that will melt that thing. The way the fire will come is determined by God himself. But we shall know that the baptism of the Holy Ghost and the fire that can melt that did you remember where we read in the book of Acts chapter 4? They persecuted them, beat them. I was thinking that they would go and pray, Lord, save us from our enemies. Save us, save us. They said, baptize us again. That's with power. I said, no. I should pray, give me husband, save me from my enemies. 
say baptize me see massive the reason why they are persecuting us is because they have not seen a dimension that will convince them and as is rightly written in the scripture after that acts chapter 4 baptism the bible now made us to understand that even certain people of the priesthood were obedient to the faith it was another dimension are you willing for fire you don't know what you are saying <laughs> if fire come you will run oh Those are me too. I was praying. Baptize me, fire. Baptize me, fire. Baptize. But there is another fire I meant. The real fire, you have not touched it. I can assure you. Can make you a pure gold. Break up the fallow grounds. The unironed part of your character and life. It, he will come for you. He will come for you. Your unstable emotions. He will come for you. Your emotions are too unstable to carry some things. What if God gives you a word to people to preach for them in evening service and somebody offended you 30 minutes before the service? Can you still deliver? You don't know what you are talking about. Let me leave you. I have a body. Say, God, take me to the fire. Melt this thing. You are seeing it now. It's your own hidden. Pray for one minute. Pray for one minute. In Jesus' mighty name. 